0: Welcome to the life and times podcast with your host, Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people by the people of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people it's all it's really just going to be me probably and, uh, occasionally maybe some other people, but Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host Lloyd Phillips. And uh you know, we'll get to our episode right after a word from our sponsors. Boxing Bear Print Company. You can reach them at boxingbear.com. Boxing Bear is an independent art studio and print company located in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Since 2011, the studio has stocked alternative art prints and paintings for its loyal customers and friends. And right now, if you subscribe to their mailing list, you can get 20% off. I mean, I'd go hit them up. As a matter of fact, these guys made my infamous podcast logo, which I'm still very much appreciative of. So go check them out at BoxingBear.com. Our next sponsor is The Cookie Barn. You can reach them at TheCookieBarnWaco.com. So they're an online cookie company and they have a pickup location and they'll deliver locally in the Waco, Texas area, but they also ship nationwide. So you can order for birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, showers, or just really any occasion. Uh, or just enjoy them yourself. So they specialize in company and client relations, and they have discount pricing. So let your clients know and your customers know that you're thinking about them and you appreciate their business. Also, with every purchase, you'll be satisfied knowing that you're supporting an amazing nonprofit organization, and they help foster and adoptive families. So a portion of every purchase goes towards e1a.org. Encourage one another, The thecookiebarnwaco.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the Life and Times Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. Uh, listen, everybody, this this is an important thing to note. For everybody that's been listening uh, for the last year, um, and and there was some confusion if you're not up to speed, uh, you know, I did like 50 episodes. I did like 52 episodes, and I was like, oh my gosh, look, it's, uh, it's my birthday or whatever, you know, my one-year anniversary of podcasting. And then uh and then I was confused because I had a bonus episode and then like I had a first episode and, and just just uh, pure confusion. Well, I have figured it out everybody. As uh, I said a couple weeks ago, July 25th was actually the day that I started podcasting, which means which means everybody. Cue the music. Oh, cue the music. Right now officially because uh, if you all know I do these on Sundays officially. It is the one-year anniversary of the Life of Times podcast. Everybody, thank you for one whole year. I appreciate it. In the background, this is a big day for everybody. Super big day. What did I do to celebrate this one-year podcasting? I don't know. Like uh, like eleven o'clock. I uh, eleven o'clock something like that. I went to that's. I I literally, I literally exaggerated right there. At nine twelve. At nine twelve p.m. Um, I was going. Uh, to do this podcast, and I was hungry. I hadn't eaten all day, and he, he, you know my sugar was low. That's what I thought, and I'd eaten all day, so I stopped at this Chinese uh, restaurant that's pretty close to the house, pretty close to uh, the office where the podcast stuff is uh, where it is, and so I, I walk in. Now, the sign says it's open until 9.30, but it's in a shopping center where there's nothing, nothing's open. I mean, there's a grocery store, but all the other stuff, all the other stores are closed. So I was like, there's no way that, that the place is open, but the sign says it's open. I'm going to cross my fingers. So I drive up to this Chinese restaurant and I walk in and I'm, I'm very confused, about. It, but, but still to replay it, you know, I got my food, I, I'm shorthanding that part, but so I walk in and the guy looks at me and, uh, and he, he like shushes me away, like shushes me like this. You know, the shush hand, like the go away. The back hand to your face, like shush, like that. That's what he did. And so I'm like, oh, okay. So, uh, sir, are you you closed? And he smiled at me, but he shushed me away, you know, with the hand, with the hand. And, uh, you know, the hand pointed downward. I keep, remember, I record these things. If you don't see them, you you don't know what I'm talking about. But, uh, so, you know, the shush hand. So um, I I walk out and then I turn around because the, the, says open. The guy's smiling at me and I'm like, okay, well, sir, sorry, I'll I'll go. So I start to walk out the door and, uh, he's like, ah, and he shushed me away again. And I'm like, sorry, man, I'm leaving. Like I, I I didn't know. I apologize. And, uh, and he, that was it. I I walked outside and the lady ran around the corner. She's like, no, we're open. We're open. We're open. I'm like, okay. (laughs) And I walked in smiling and the guy was like smiling back. Uh, but he didn't know, like he, he didn't, <laughs> I don't know, man. I never been to China. I, I guess the the hand in which you would say, Hey, come here. You know, that motion, like, like you're sweeping it back towards you, like up in the air. Like, you know, come here. You guys <laughs> I feel like I'm educating you guys on, on uh, hand signs here. You know, that's what I thought he should have did. He, he, he got me with the, you know, with the go away, you know, with the shush hand. That's what he got me with. So anyway, I, I, um, I ate it and it was great, and uh, you know it It was when I sat down today, and I was, I don't know, I I was eating, (laughs) I was eating, and I started watching this documentary, and and that's when it hit me. Uh, It's this new documentary about uh, Woodstock '99. (laughs) It's on HBO. It's uh, honestly, it's kind of an absurd uh, documentary. I feel like, but uh, that's what I was watching, and eating this very fancy Chinese food. And I realized I am one year, one year. It's official. I'm that much older in the podcast world. So anyway, for everybody that's been along for every episode, or at least most of them, I appreciate it. I realize, I mean, you, you got to have a lot of people listen to this show when you're driving down the road. Uh, so I, I appreciate when you listen to this show, driving down the road, as opposed to watching Netflix. Uh, don't do that. It's against the law, by the way, uh, if you do it. Um, anyway, so I was thinking about uh, school is coming. You know, my kids, uh, they're school age. And I always remember uh, when you're going back to school and uh, you've been gone three months. And for those of you that have listened to the last year, I know I've talked about this at some point because it's always in my head at this time of year. At least it was when I was a kid. I always remember kids would come back to school acting like they were way different, you know, like they've really changed and you really you're like bro I saw you like a month ago like you're really the same but there there is an occasion where you get those kids that'll grow like six inches over the summer and and you know you're really amazed with those kids but for the most part uh, uh Randy you look the same like you you literally look just like you did when you left so uh I sort it started making me think about school and and I don't I'm not trying to make light of the subject in real of in real life for any kind of real life situation. Uh, and that's where we've got in this world here. Here's where we've gone in this world from the time I was a kid to the time uh, to now, like <laughs> to the now time uh, every year. I don't know in Oklahoma, there was things called achievement test and they may have something similar to that. Now I'm sure it's not called achievement test uh, because that's, I don't recall my daughters saying those words um but in every state you have to pass some kind of state test in elementary and middle school i believe right and you have to pass these tests to say that you're smart enough to go to the next grade something like that anyway when i was a kid they were called achievement test and and the school i went to i remember thinking achievement now listen listen i don't don't get on me just i'm just saying when i was a kid during those achievement tests, every year for like five years in a row, every single year that there was an achievement test when I was in elementary school, there was a bomb threat on achievement test day <laughs> every single time. So at some somewhere some sixth, seventh, eighth grade kid because they had payphones back then, those cell phones would I guess jog to the convenience store, call in a bomb threat. And then uh, they'd shut the school down. Like, you know, like received a bomb threat. And I remember the first year we did it. The first year we did it, uh, as a kid. As as a kid anytime that you could go home, you'd love it. Like uh, school days or uh, snow days, it was awesome. You know, iced over, awesome. Um, anything happened. I remember city shut the water off a couple times. Couldn't go to school. Uh, achievement test days in elementary school it was like a thing where I grew up. I knew for a fact somebody was going to call in a bomb threat and uh, we were going to get the day off, at least the first day. You're going to eventually take the test. <laughs> so I don't know why they did it. Here's the thing. Here's what doesn't make any sense. Every year, somebody I, – I never actually figured out who did it. I, I think they did eventually find the kid or two that did it all the time and, you know, I, whatever trouble he got in. It wouldn't be the same trouble you'd get in today. But – we got out of school, but why would you do it? I mean, because every time, you're still going to go take the test the next day. It's not like you just call it in every day. But here's what happened in the tiny town, uh, which does make me laugh because if you did that now, they completely would shut the school down. Everybody would go home. I mean, they would call in people. But the, but the times have changed where people have shown that, look, we know the world we live in, right? So so a little more serious probably now, but, but back then you'd go home for the day. We were excited year two, uh, bomb threat gets called in. Uh, we went home for the day, excited. Remember I'm in elementary school. I, I'm like, cool, man. I'm go play Nintendo or play with my friends. And then, uh, you know, year three achievement test, uh, somebody calls in a bomb threat. They just send us to the football field for a couple hours. They're like, yeah, go back to school. Uh, like year four. For of, of achievement tests, somebody calls in a bomb threat. Uh, I don't know. I think we walked out front of the school for about 30 minutes, and uh, I don't know, like year five, they weren't having it anymore. Like, yeah, I'm calling in a bomb threat, no, nothing like you don't even get out of school anymore. And uh, I'm not saying that that's something that you should do, you completely shouldn't do that. As a matter of fact, the kids should have went to Juvie. If they, didn't, if they didn't go to Juvie, that's where they should have went. Uh, but I'm just saying it was like an every-year thing then. And I don't even know. Did they even catch them? I Who knows? I have no idea. But, uh, you know, the first year, I remember, it was like a very intense deal, and we went home, first couple anyway. It's funny how the progression works. Um, but I, I remember that. I don't know what made me think. Oh, yeah, because – I was thinking about schools in uh, summertime is coming to an end. By the way, summer was really fast this year, and I didn't even do any of the things that I wanted to do. Like I wanted to, if you you know, you listen to the show, I wanted to take my kids uh, to some creeks and lakes. I haven't done that, you know. And uh, this whole week is this whole week is full. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, this week, uh, as a forty-one-year-old, will be the second church camp I have ever attended in my life, except for now I'm 41 and I'm a sponsor, which is weird because back in the day, I would have been the kid, well, I mean, I just went to one church camp, but uh, just regular life, school, and the one church camp, and I was always the kid who would do things that would make me laugh, do, I don't know, practical joke things, lack of a better term, like I would always do that stuff, well, now I'm the adult. But to be honest, I don't really feel like an adult. So um, it's going to be weird. Like I, the church camp I'm going to, they give you all these rules. And and uh, I, I guess it's a large camp. I, I, I just say the name and people all over town are like, oh, I went there when I was a kid. Well, like I never even went there. I had already, always heard of the place, never went there. It's called Falls Creek, by the way, if you don't know what it's called. So I've never I've never been to this thing. Uh, but I guess there's just thousands of kids that go. you know. But, uh, but they give you these rules. And I know why there's so many rules because when you have that many kids, you do kind of got to set a hard line because if you're not, I mean, you're gonna have 500 kids that we gonna that were me. You were gonna have 500 of me when I was young is what you're gonna have if you don't like be hardcore about it. I get it as an adult, but it just seems a little hardcore all these rules. So, uh, but I'm so I'm going as a sponsor to high school kids at forty one years old, I would almost guarantee I would almost gu- I would guarantee that I'm wilder than almost every kid going. So I don't it's gonna be uh, I'm gonna try to, my best to give them <laughs> give them guidance. I, is that yeah, I'm gonna do my best at that. And uh, you know we're gonna see what happens. So I know I'm excited. You know I, they got athletic games. Uh, once again, I'm not a camper, I'm a counselor. so all the little games. I, I'm, I'm probably not getting involved in that, and if you keep up with the show, I'm I'm not getting in the games anyway. Let's don't kid ourselves. Uh, if uh, if there's some kind of athletic game that doesn't require me to run a lot, eh, I'll do that. Uh, other than that, no, nah, not doing it. But uh, the camp will be fun, and uh, it's weird. I, I make jokes as an adult to uh, the leader, the leaders. Uh, that are running the the camp, at least for our group. You know, I mean, look, when I was a kid. Now, kids, if you're listening, I'm not telling you to do it. I'm just saying, this is all. Remember, I went to one. I went to one church camp. So all this was like church camp folklore. All I ever heard were kids uh, smoking, smoking cigarettes and uh, burning Marlboro Reds. Uh, menthols, whatever kids smoked back then, grapevine. If you remember that episode, my dad was probably out there smoking grapevine. Yeah, uh, you know, they smoked cigarettes and uh, and they'd try to. I don't know, find girlfriends. I think that's all that's uh, that's all I ever heard church camp was. Um, I I th- I think this one probably is going to be an awesome one though, and I I don't think kids burn Marlboros any anymore. I don't think that's a thing. Uh, Oh, I think I was warned about vapes. I think, I think kids are vape vapors now. And so, uh, you know, that they're doing that. That must be a thing. Vapors. They're hitting them vapors now. Um, it's going to be fun and I'm going to try not to, it's, it's weird. And I'm not being funny when I say this, but the rules are so hardcore If you read them. I mean, I, I literally am going to have to give a little effort to not get kicked out myself as a sponsor. Um, which would make for funny stories later. Late later, it'd, it'd be way funnier. Why can I not talk? Every week at some point, I can't talk in this thing. Uh, It'll it'll be a funny story. Wow, <laughs> it's, it'll be a funny story later. It will later be a funny story. All right, I got it out. That's good. Uh, anyway. So it's good. I'm putting my house on the market. Everybody, putting the house on the market. Um, I'm get. I'm getting rid of it. That's a transition from church camp. <laughs> I, I I'm thinking about this because if I get kicked out of church camp, you know, I got to go somewhere early. So I guess I'll come back home and do this task. We're gonna put the house on the market today because you're listening on Monday. Though I'm doing this. On my one-year anniversary. Uh, so the house is going to go on the market today, officially, I think. But what's funny about that going on the market officially is this. Um, like, we're not ready. <laughs> I'm ready to sell the house. But I don't think I'm ready for anybody to, like, show up and look at the house. You know, there's a couple places where there were some doorstops missing that were never uh, – in existence in the house. And so, you know, I got holes behind two doors and, uh, you know, I got to fix that. That's a thing. And then they want to take pictures, right? So you, they want to lay it out maybe stage the thing. Hopefully want me to stage a little of it. Clean the house is what I'm getting at. Listen, we're not hoarders. You know, I, I've talked about this before. We're not hoarders. I mean, I think I, I think I, I think there's people around me that are hoarders, uh, in other houses, uh, some indicators are foil on your windows. So, you know, that we're not really hoarders, but the garage though, the garage looks like I'm a hoarder. It just does. Um, uh, you know, you, you're, you're, you plan on moving out. You put a bunch of stuff out there. There was already stuff there. You can't walk. I mean, it's a horrible deal, but they want to come in and, sh- and take pictures. I mean, what, what kind of pictures are you trying to take? Can we just use the pictures from when I bought the house? That way it still looks clean. <laughs> I mean, we're not hoarders. I'm just saying. I didn't like go put fresh paint on the walls uh, for whoever's going to look at it. You know what I think's weird about going to church camp is this. I don't mind being a sponsor. I mean, you know, the idea of it. The idea of it is I, I would do it every year. You know, that's what I'm thinking. Like, oh, yeah, it's cool. I'll do it every year. But will I? Will I really do it every year? I, I don't want to ride the bus. I mean, it doesn't mean that I don't want to hang out with kids and build relationships and like, oh, look, we know each other better. I don't want to ride the bus. I'm just being real. I'd just rather just, like, drive myself. Uh, you, know, you know, I mean, look, not to, not to sound all crude, but, you know, what if I got to pee in 30 miles? Are they going to pull the bus over? Are they going to pull a bus over with 100 people? I don't know how many people go on a bus. Fifty people. Are they gonna pull a bus over so I can go pee my pants? Probably not. Be my guess. So it's just weird. Uh, I don't know. Like, do do I want to watch movies? Uh, do I want to lay down? Well, I wouldn't lay down if I was driving, of course. I don't know. It's just like I feel like I feel like I'm not free if I don't drive myself. And uh, you know, once again, you just heard what I said. If I get kicked out of church camp as a sponsor for. I mean, look, man, you had to read the rules. Like, yeah, and if you take anybody's stuff, you hide people's stuff. First of all, I don't hide people's stuff. That's not where I'm going. I'm just saying, like, it was really over the top. Uh, Okay, so there's a guy who's been a few times before. I do not know if he's going uh, this time, but he was notorious for stealing the golf cart. Well, a golf cart being stolen on the grounds is funny. It's not like you loaded it up and hauled it to Texas. That's not... That's not what I mean by stealing it. just like uh, somebody parked it and then you hop in it and you drive it somewhere else. I mean, that's funny. That'd be like, I, I remember when I used to do uh, jobs, industrial cleaning jobs. We were in uh, ExxonMobil. It's where we were at in Chicago, Illinois. And so where our trailer was, where the job trailer was, it was all the way across the refinery. And if you've never been to a massive refinery, I mean, they're they're pretty, I mean, you could probably walk a mile, you know, a straight mile, uh, to look, you could walk further than that. You could, it depends on where you're at. I mean, you could walk like a mile and a half, two miles. It seems like just to get to this unit from your trailer, that's for memory, you know? And so. You walked all this way well you know at the end of your shift it was like lunchtime you want to go back to your job trailer which was like a mile and a half uh well you know sometimes you could take trucks but sometimes you just get stuck and you'd have to walk well there was golf carts everywhere so might not have been yours but you would get in the golf cart you wouldn't drive it all over your trailer because then people would be like where did you get the golf cart but uh you know you get in the golf cart and you would drive it pretty close and then you'd ditch it and then you'd Go back in your job trailer. So uh, when you're done, you drive it back, but not all the way because people are looking for you. So it's just a thing that you would do. <laughs> well, <clears throat> apparently at church camp, you'll get kicked out if you take somebody's golf cart. And by the way, I don't Look, is the church I'm going with, do we have golf carts? Guys, I'm not walking all over this place. I realize I got a little extra pep in my step uh, because it's my one-year podcast anniversary. But I'm probably not walking all over this place. I mean, it kind of makes me think, you ever seen those fold-up electric bikes? I mean, I don't own one. I've seen them uh, on the internet, on the web of nets. But I I would like one. You know, hoverboard. You could do a hoverboard. Well, I can't. Actually, I can't do a hoverboard. Does anybody ever, have you ever stood up on a hoverboard? Now, I, it depends on how old you are. And, and there is an occasional adult who can do it. But for the most part, every time I see an adult get on a hoverboard, they fall off. I don't know if it's because, I don't know. I've seen high school kids do it. So maybe this is an irrelevant uh, thought, but maybe it's because you're taller and your center of gravity's higher off the hoverboard, but kids, little kids can like motor all over the place on it. Adults fall on their back. I do. I fell on my back every time. I hate hoverboards. Uh, I'll tell you one thing with this podcast. When I started it, if you don't know, I don't think I've ever said this on the podcast. Actually, I haven't. I've never told the story of the podcast. And so here's the story. Since we're one year in, I'll I'll say this. This is actually how, how it started. I used to do stand-up comedy shows. For those of you that don't know, um, and so you know, I, I did a lot of shows. And what's crazy is, for the small amount of time that I did it, I was never a headliner. Uh, I was, I was, I think it I considered a regional feature. I think that's what I was. And so I, I've done some shows that uh, with with people you know, with famous people. And then, um, I, but I still had a job the whole time. This is, this is, this is actually the reason of the podcast. This is why I'm telling you this, if you feel like I'm rambling. And so uh, I still had a job, and I got promoted at this job. So I didn't really have time to do comedy shows the way I wanted to because it was a different type of job without going in depth. Uh, different kind of position required a lot more time. So I did less and less shows. And then, you know, if you're not constantly practicing and, and uh, like, open mic. If you don't know, open mics are not f- just for beginners. It's, they're for beginners also, but they're for even the most seasoned comics because you're practicing material. And I'm not getting into the art and, and how you're supposed to practice if you're a comic. Anyway, doesn't, doesn't matter. I'm, I'm rambling. So I had friends who went on, still do comedy shows. They travel all over the country. Um, I'm not doing it anymore. So I was thinking, what, what? okay, so I'm not going to go do open mics anymore. I'm not going to do stand-up comedy shows anymore. Yeah, I loved it when I did it. But, uh, you know, if you are not active, you can't just walk up on a stage and kill it. I don't know if you, if you know that. Like, it's not a thing that you can do. Uh, so even if I'm funny and just like regular life, I mean, look, if you listen to the show and you don't know me for all, I know, you don't think I'm funny at all. I'm, I don't, I don't know what you think. I was maybe a little cause you listen. Yeah. You just don't go kill crowds. It's it's it, there's an art to it. So my outlet, I thought, since I'm not going to do stand up comedy shows anymore, I thought that I would do a podcast and, uh, you know, and I would talk about things that bothered me. It's called Life and Time, so you're like, ah, oh, is he going to get political? Oh, is he going to talk about the world? Is he going to talk about this? <clears throat> you know, the, the, no, I'm not, I am I steer clear of, uh, I mean, I have my own opinions on them for sure, but for the sake of the show, the show is basically, overall, intended to be humorous. So this is like my, like, I don't know, maybe my comedy outlet, even though, I mean, I'm not sitting here telling jokes. I'll tell you stories really, but, uh, that's it. Like that, that's the purpose of the show. So where did I think the show would be, uh, in a year's time? I don't know. I, I really didn't know. I mean, at the time, it's just funny. It's like, you, you, you buy the equipment. You're like, okay, I want to do a podcast. And then, and then you get bogged down in little stuff. You're like, all right, how do I want to do this? Uh, what do I want to do? Do I want to write this out? Do I want to do this? Really, it really was none of that. I bought the equipment. I stared at it for a couple of days, and I'm like, well, I bought this stuff. I better get going. Otherwise, I've wasted uh, a few dollars. So that was it. And uh, yeah, it just started talking, and I, did, I don't know where I thought I would be uh, listener-wise. I didn't know. I didn't have, like, a target in mind. And by the way, for regular business, in case you know, you should you should do your research. You know, you should have data. You should uh lay things out and be methodical about it. So so you know where you're going. And to be honest, you probably should do that with the with a podcast also, but this was comedy-based, so I didn't like give all that effort. And it's not like a niche business. I'm not telling you about business. I may throw in a a random a random thing every now and then, but basically it's just me talking, right? It's what it is. I, I never I, I didn't know where I thought I would be but I, I think i have i have more steady listeners than i thought i would have and i i i also thought i would have more like random and i do have some random ones when you guys hear me and and i say um when you hear me say that i have listeners all over the world i mean i do like just which is that that in itself is something that's um, kind of hard to fathom just for a random guy middle of oklahoma really not that exciting. Nobody knows who I am. (laughs) I wasn't not that big in comedy. Um, but I I don't know where I thought I would be, but it's so it's cool that people listen all over the world. I mean, I don't, I don't even know how they randomly come up with it. Like I, I, I noticed this week, like there's a few French people. There's like 50 people from France that listen to the show. Like what 50 people got together in France and said, Hey, we should listen to this Lloyd Phillips guy, and to be honest I wish I could speak more French just so I could throw a shout out your way. i mean I guess that's what I'm doing now. Shout out to to all my French people out there wee oui, wee oui. <laughs> that's that's funny. I don't know what we oui, we oui means, but we oui, we oui in the United States means I'm about to pee my pants. I don't know if like i' don't, that's. I mean, I'm not being, uh, I'm not trying to be uh, disrespectful to France. I'm just saying that the only one thing I could just say right then completely is like, pee your pants in America, is what that means. So, uh, anyway, shout out to the people from France. Uh, thanks for listening. And everywhere else, also. I just think it's crazy. So, I, I didn't know where I was going to end up. Uh, and I realized I just rambled about that. But it's the one year anniversary. So, you know, if it's not fine, it's great. But I'm just telling you. That this is, uh, that's how it all happened. And I and I didn't know where I think that I would be. I mean, I, I pretty much assumed. I was smart enough to know that if you don't have like a niche podcast and you're just all over the place, and, and I don't interview famous people, there was a couple of times I was supposed to, things didn't work out. So basically, it's just me, right? It's like I said in the intro. Occasionally, you might get somebody, but uh, really, it's just going to be me. It's the... One year anniversary. Thank you for listening. Uh, listen, I, I I wouldn't make this uh, if it weren't for everybody that listened, and that's and that's a fact. I mean, you know, if I if I started the show and uh, ten people a week listened, and and I you go to okay, not to stutter, you go to the podcast forums and people are all the time. How many listeners are you looking for? Like, what are you looking for? And they're all like go, going back and forth. Like, look, anybody listened. That's all I'm after, you know. Five listens—that's a thing. I'm thankful for the for. I'm thankful for that. Oh yeah, look, I'm thankful for every listener I got. That's a fact. But if I just had five, I think I'd hang it up. If I had five listeners in a year, I don't think I would do it, because if I have five listeners in a year, I probably told four of those my life story. They hear it every day because they're probably my family and friend, <laughs> you know, like. But but I have a few. And I, so I, I'm very much appreciative. Truly really weird. It's the one year anniversary, and I'm not telling, <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny. So uh, I, I'm just saying that I appreciate you listening. Uh, really, that's it. Love everybody. Listen, I'm going to go to church camp this week. Try not to get kicked out. I know that sounds weird as a sponsor, but I, I mean, there's, there's, there was higher odds I would have got kicked out of church camps as a kid than not. So as an adult who hadn't felt like he totally grew up, I'm just going to cross my fingers and hope it works out. So thanks for listening. Love everybody. See you next week.